Welcome to the Joy in Morning podcast, where we talk about finding joy in the everyday small things that propel us forward to live out life through the midst of grief, loss, and tragedy. And no, you are not alone. Matthew 11:28 says, Come to me all that are weary, and I will give you rest. Now, here's your host, Lisa Smith. Hey there, welcome back listeners. Today, I have a guest, um, which you guys are just going to love. I'm just so grateful for her. God has been so good um, of the people that he's brought into my lives, uh, of of stories that they can share with you um, to encourage you and to um, inspire you if you are going on a journey of losing somebody or being a widower, widower. And um, so um, I have with me today, her name is Edie, and or she goes by Edith. And I actually met Edie, a good friend of mine, Karen, invited me to a Bible study uh, because she lives part here in Black Mountain. Uh, and then she also lives in where else, Edie? In Florence, South Carolina. Florence, South Carolina, part of the time. And that's my hometown, my husband's hometown. Unique in the world today to live in your hometown. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And it was just so exciting because... And one time we lived across the street and uh, he said that was the time that he thought girls were just soft boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I know. I can't wait to hear about Myers. I just can't wait for you to share your story of him. And uh, But my friend Karen invited me. Edith puts a Bible study together while she's here till October And it has been so beautiful. And I've just been so blessed that I was invited to come. And and she has just really inspired me with her wisdom of of how she loves the Lord. And again, how she has um, come through the other end, you know, with knowing the Lord. And I think that's a big part of us um, as we do these journeys of, of, of hurt and tragedy is, um, knowing the Lord. I think that's I know, important. but when you're 98 years old, you've had a lot of yes, experience with you the Lord. Sure have. And he sure has taught me a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so Edith, just tell us a little bit about you. Um, and um your you I, I love how you share what your purpose is in life. And um you want my purpose? Yeah, well, I know our and our purpose, mine too, is to just glorify the Lord. Well. I, as this radio preacher said, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and, and then I decided I better get a purpose. Mm. And so I thought, well, as a Christian, you want to share Jesus with those people. So they're not afraid to die. Yeah. And then at my age, at 98, I want to live so people aren't afraid to get old. Yes. I love and that. then I've had cancer three times and I am a survivor. Yeah. And that is to encourage people to know that you can be a survivor. And um, I had uh, canceled widows a lot with what the Bible says that uh, they have, a, you have a, a blessing that nobody else knows unless you have the experience of losing a spouse. And so um, and now I can share that because the Bible said it, but now I know it. Yes. Because I am a widow. I have experienced it. And, uh, and so I can tell it, tell 
that it happened to me. And that's how I know it uh, as well as the Bible. Anyway, um, after my, hus- my husband was had had surgery, um, he he begged people to make to people to he had had a attack of of something. Anyway, it's very painful. Um, and 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 he wanted to have surgery. And they said, well, he's not a good, he wasn't a good uh, candidate. And so, but he insisted he finally found somebody that would do the sur- surgery. I can't think of what to say. They whatever. And so they removed his, mm, and I can't say it. Anyway, he, he had the surgery and he was in expensive care for a while. And then he got out to go in a, in a room. And so he, uh, he said, I want some ice cream. And they said, no, you're not to have that, but you can have, you can have um, a, a popsicle. Do you want orange or purple? He said, I don't want orange. Says Clemson has beat Furman too many times for me to want to. I want purple. The Furman is purple paladin. So he he was uh, on the football team. So that's who wanted purple. Anyway, he was doing so well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was cold, cold blue. Mm-hmm. And it was he. And he, and he uh, was in great distress. And so I said, well, the, the doctor came in and talked to the family and he said, you know, his blood pressure is going down and you have to decide what you do. I said, huh, I thought you were the one to decide. He said, no, you decide when you take him off the. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I said, all right, by six o'clock, if it's six o'clock, um, he hasn't improved. That'll be the time. And all of my children said, and six o'clock comes the same time every day which is what he said <laughs> many, many yeah. times. You yeah. will be there. You will be at the table. You will be at six o'clock comes the same time every day. And sure enough, that was he, 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 he was gone. And I, uh, we, we went to see him and, and they put him back in expensive care or something. And anyway, I reached out, touched it, and it was cold. I said, he's gone. And he was. So the Lord asked me, can you thank me for taking Maya's home? And I said, what? Yeah. And I figured, well, he's where he wants to be. He's happier than he's ever been. If I had delayed him a moment for going to heaven, he'd be furious. Yes, yes. I have to thank him for taking him home because there are lots of things sadder than death. He never was not himself. He never had a lingering illness. It was it. It was just. It was the Lord, and so I said, "Yes, I have to thank you for taking him home." And I said, "Now I've had a lot of widow friends who who just could not function. They just were inert, and 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 I want you to ask you to give me a witness and a testimony that you can handle my case, and from the very very beginning." I have been on a sea of peace. We were married 64 years. And it it's a miracle. That's all it is. Yeah. It's not natural. It is supernatural and it's straight yeah. from the Lord. And yeah. I give him the glory. Yeah. I have been on a sea of peace. Yeah. You know, and I, I have not grieved. I have not wept. Uh I every once in a while I have a little side 
Stab or music, memory, yes, something hit yes, me, yeah. but just the moment of it. And it's just such an incredible miracle that I have been on a sea of peace. Oh, you know, and just listening to your story, it just, it brings back a lot of uh, things for me too. But I think that too, it's like, you know, I, I was a little angry at first because I was young. I was only 34 and I think. And had babies. Yes, yes. And I think too, I think, wow, Lord, I know he's with you, but why now? And, and I just think back of those few years that we did have together. He was almost like he sent me. It was the happiest moment of my life. And it's like, and, and for you, I think back of, you know, because it's been what, eight years, six, six mm -hmm. years but all those years you guys were married that you got to have your children, you got to your grandchildren. He was a part of all that. And, and I just, but he was um, the leader of the, of the um, lay witness mm -hmm. in that church. And over a weekend, he preached seven, seven times. Yeah. And he was a, an MD. He was a doctor. He was not a preacher, but the Lord I had a, uh, he had used one of my uh, Bibles uh, one time, and in the margin of a paragraph, he wrote one, two, three, and then a, uh, he had alliteration with uh, the, the uh, recognition and the reward. And the oh, wow. <laughs> one, that's the way he read the Bible, in outline form to yeah. preach. And he was a, a wonderful, wonderful preacher. Wow. Seven times from Thursday to Sunday, he preached. Wow. Uh, and it was, and we had such a wonderful time. But in 1998 was the last uh, lay renewal that we had. I just can't imagine why the Lord stopped it because it was so effective and we had such a good time. Yeah. And, and, and it was such an opportunity to share your faith and and, and and praise the Lord and witness and and the Walmart the remark of of lay renewal was the uh, people giving testimony yeah yeah and they would say you know this is where this is how and when you watch somebody's spiritual journey you find where you are and where to go and yeah. how they have handled certain situations yeah and um and yeah, and, and that's what I, that's another thing that brought to my mind is, you know, how the Lord has grown us through, because he, we go into the mountains, into the valleys. And, and, and I, I just find that, you know, he has to take us through things to grow us closer to mm, him. Mm. And I, I kind of have, have called those spiritual markers. Mm -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. like I've gotten so much more closer to them because I was a young believer. Mm -hmm. I was a believer at 15 years old mm -hmm. and I knew of God, but I didn't know oh. K-N-O-W God until I, you know, I knew it was always there, but it was just me going through like this journey of being a widow that it's taught me so much. It's well, taught the me. time I had, I'd when, when I was a, a teen, um, I accepted Christ. I think it was fire insurance that uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go to hell. And so that's why I accepted Jesus and, and had a, a, a sure knowledge that if there's only one way, and it is he. And uh, so, of course, I'd been in church all my life, but that was a time that I stood 
I joined the join this. I stood before men and confessed that Jesus was when I joined the joined the church. And um, so that that was uh, uh, and then later, much later, thirties or something, um, I had oh I read about that Jesus said that you have life and more abundantly, and I thought mine's not. You're, I've got these children; they're driving me crazy. I, uh, and and I, I yell at them all the time, and I, I beg for patience, and I pray that I don't yell at them anymore, and I keep on doing it. And Lord, I'm not getting that abundant life. And what are you talking about? And where is it? And yeah. and I want I want every blessing the Lord has. I don't want to miss anything. And so I began to read books about uh, uh, the Holy Spirit and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I didn't know anybody that knew any more than I did. And so, but I read those books. Yeah. And, and they one book said, you have to ask Jesus to come into your heart. And then you ask to be uh, the Holy Spirit. And I said, no, I can't do that. I can't ask Jesus to come into my heart. Because if I did, it would be a confession that I had been playing games that he wasn't real to me, that I had not accepted him before. That's a kind of thing the enemy puts in right, your past. Right, right. You know, makes you say, no, I can't ask him to be to be the Lord anymore because uh, uh, it would mean that I was I hadn't done it before and it was just playing games. And so finally I wanted to everything. I wanted to be back. So then I said, well, I, I'm just going to do it. So I said, Jesus, come into my heart and, and let me have the Holy Spirit. And and we we knew we had a lay renewal well before that. But I knew all the scripture about the Holy Spirit, but we didn't know him. It was an it. Yeah. And finally the Lord revealed it to me. Yeah. In 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 exciting ways ever since. Yeah. So um you know what I I I often find um how how has God met you in your grief and given you a glimpse of hope? For your future? Well, my mother-in-law was, a, I should be a marvelous mother-in-law because I had a wonderful one who was a great, great uh, Christian and, and prayer warrior. And she said she was in the, in the, in the infirmary in the, uh, the hospital for long, long, many years. She did, and um, so she said, I'm peeved with the Lord. I can't hear and I can't see any, and I want to take me home and he won't take me home. And 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 I feel the same way right now because yeah. it, I'm in good health, yeah. very good health. You are, <laughs> and oh, I think I'm gonna have to get hit by a truck to go to heaven. It's, it's just I'm I'm like my mother. I pee with the Lord because I want to go home and He won't yeah. take me. You know what, Edith? I I I have struggled with that so many times, <laughs> and I think the same thing. I'm like, you know what, Lord? But I know you still have work for me to do. That's why I'm still here every morning. I get up, I'm breathing. <laughs> what can I do today? But me too. I'm like, when are you coming back? I'm ready. I I'm so go. ready because you know, just to be with our loved ones again. And I'm going to so many funerals. Yeah. People, old old people, and and. Uh, they're not sad, you know. Right. No. Right. Praise Jesus. Yes. Give God the glory. They took that. him home. They're yeah. having the best time in their life, and and I'm missing it. Right. And we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. We're still here with all. They're this having stuff a grand going time. <laughs> you know. And you know what? You, you wanted me to remind you about your friend Jim Strickland. You wanted me to remind you about him because he was your turning point. Yes, he was. 
Um, he was a mentor to me. I learned so much from him. And uh, his son was killed at short range with the friend mm-hmm. accident. And I was so mad with the Lord. Yeah. And, and I stomped my feet and shook my fist. And I said, there's one or two things that happened. One is you could have stopped it and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. Or you couldn't have stopped it. And that means you're not sovereign. And that's bad. And I just, this is the worst thing that could happen. And he was your faithful servant. And you let that happen to his son. And so I was furious with the Lord. And I argued it. And I fussed about it quite a lot. And 10 days after this, his son was killed, uh, he was given a testimony at a lay renewal at a Baptist church in our town. And Jim Strickland said, in all my days, my God has never failed me. Mm. And I thought, if I had said that, if I had said, in all my days, my God has never failed me, they would say, and you have never had a heartbreak. You have never had terrible things happen with your children you don't know Mm. but jim strickland yeah 10 days after he buried his son said in all my days my god has never failed me and the lord let me be there and hear it yeah and now i don't ask i don't question him anymore I said, the Bible says that you could bring good out of every situation and you know nothing good could come of this. And I and I heard it and he let me hear it. And I never asked him more. I know that he can bring good out of every heartbreak, after every tragedy, after every horrid situation. Yeah. He can, as he promised, that he can bring good out of it. And he proved it to me and don't ask him anymore. Yeah. Now I know yeah. he proved that he can translate trans, a bad situation right. into the good for those who love the Lord. And I called according to his purpose. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Romans 8, 28. Yes. That's the blessing. And you know what, Edith? It, and, and I'd love for you to tell our listeners, um, because anyone that's out there that may be struggling with this, is there some go-to verses that you can just recite? Oh, yes. Our pastor said, what's your favorite verse? <laughs> I said, great is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Yes. I mean, he, he uh, my father, it's so incredible that the Lord God Almighty is interested in every rinky-dink incident in my life. Yeah. When I go to the grocery store, when I pay my meal, whatever happens, it, and then the Holy Spirit should be my very best friend. Yeah. Because he's able to do so much. He can bring to my mind all the deep things of God. He can make me understand. Let this mind be in me that's in Christ Jesus. And the Holy Spirit can convict me of sin when I don't know that it's not that bad. I haven't killed anybody this week or robbed a bank. But (laughs) And then the Holy Spirit can convict me and point the finger and let me know this is not pleasing to my father. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I I look back to... um, He's so good to us and the fruits of our being faithfulness and and counting on him and knowing we have the spirit after we lost our spouses through our children and the fruits. I mean, because you 
have six children, yes, yes. 14 grandchildren and 30 some great grandchildren. Right. And I have five great, great grandchildren. Oh, oh my goodness. And That's I, what happens when you get there. You have a lot of generations. It's just, but it's a, now I would like to tell you if I have time about am I grieving the Lord? Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, it was just, it was in the fall and, and the leaves had all fallen. And I got everybody to go out and rake all the leaves. And here was this little toddler. And uh, well, what happened was I had made a total commitment of my life. And I said, this is like uh, my, this is a, what I think. Um, your will, nothing more, nothing less, and nothing else. Your will. Yeah. And that, that was a total commitment of my life. And then I had this wonderful idea and found out it was mine. And it was not the Lord. And I was so upset. And I said, oh, Lord, I apologize. Mm. I failed. I meant, I made, I, I, I just, it was terrible. I, I, it was, I thought it was mine and it wasn't. And I thought it was yours. It was not, not at all. I mean, it was very plain. And, and I'm so sorry. I apologize. And, and the Lord said to me, what about me? I thought you'd changed. And so I felt like I had grieved the Lord. Yeah. And I, I, was, I was just so distressed. And so um, then, then this incident with breaking the lease and this little toddler ran in the street. And the Lord said to me, did that grieve your heart? And I said, no, I knew that kid was going to run in the street the first time they ever let him out of the house. Uh, and his mother was going to have to chasten him and punish him and train him. And, and I hope by the time he goes to college, he won't run out in the street anymore. And it did not grieve me. And the Lord, now you have to let me say he said, but it wasn't audible. He just gave me the no. That's all I can describe it. Uh, but he but he didn't, he said, let me just say he said, but I don't know exactly how I knew it, but it did. And so the Lord says, you just have a tiny little bit, tiny little inkling of, of, of how much I love you, the way you feel about that kid. It did not grieve your heart. You knew it was going to be. I knew you were going to fail. I knew you were going to have problems. I knew this. And it did not grieve my heart. And now I have to say, if you hear that voice that says, oh, what about me? I'm disappointed in you. This is the enemy. Yeah. This is not my father. My father chastens me, but it's to build me up. Right. And if you feel depressed, if you feel distressed, if you feel like, it hangs and, and worry and, and that you feel that's not my father. That's the enemy. You have to recognize that voice because our father builds me up. Yeah. He wants and, and he will chasten me and say, but it's to build me up and not yeah. say, you are a failure, you're just messed up, you just right. and grieve. He's never grieved with me. He said, I knew it all the time. Yeah. Because I love you. I love you unconditionally. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And, and there too, I think of how, when, when, what Jesus did for us or the Lord did for us to send his son and how he grieved his son. I, I just can't fathom that. I am just so, you know, every day I wake up, I'm just so grateful for what he did. Cause I can't imagine losing a child. That's true. And um, well, at night, I like to have the fan on. I like the wind blowing <laughs> in my face because we stayed at the beach and 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 the, on the front oh, row, and the wind would blow and flap my sheet. 
And I just loved having the wind and the glow in my face. So at night when I have the fan on and, and I have the wind, I say, this is the breath of life. Thank oh, you, Lord, for breathing that. the breath of life into yes. Adam and the, and the, and the uh, supply and the blood. And thank you for breathing the breath, breath of life in me when I was born. Yes. Here is the I breath of that. life. Yeah. And, and me too. Yeah. I have a fan right next to my head. I love it. Because and that's plus the breath I my, of life. I get my hormonal hot flashes. But, <laughs> okay. But there again, I, I I love that analogy of that. And I'm gonna remember that. But yeah, I just I'm grateful for you, Edith. I, I'm I'm grateful that um, well, one of our big I said Mars and I live in our hometown. My children had both grandparents. Oh. I think that's the way the Lord really wants people, wants yes. families to be. The 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 parents have to be the disciplinarian, but the but the grandparents can be the mm. unconditional love. Yes. And and it was such a blessing that if we lived in our hometown. Yeah. That is awesome. I, I just, me too. I was born and raised in Florida. My parents, I was raised in Florida. We were raised around our cousins and, <clears throat> and everybody around. And I just think I have so many awesome memories. And, and I think too, Edith, with that and any of our listeners that are listening, you know, um, and if you may not know the Lord, um, it's just a simple prayer as in you just, uh, knowing that, uh, what his son shed the blood for you. And you can just simply ask Jesus into your heart and just saying a little prayer. And he is asking you, will you, he's reaching out for you. He says, will you accept me? Yes. Will you take, will you take the salvation that I have died for you to have? And you say, yes, you don't have to beg him. You don't have to say be good enough or educated enough or anything. Just yes. yes. When he's offering himself and, and salvation to you. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And so here, this is our end of it. And thank you, Edith, for your time, for your wisdom. And, um, oh, I just hope well, all you guys, the Lord has taught me. Yes. I just thank you listeners. I hope this, uh, podcast will encourage you, uh, cause Edith is just a firecracker for the Lord and I love her and I'm, I'm grateful for her and I hope everybody has a blessed day. God bless you. And until we meet again, have a great, great day. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share so together we can encourage and inspire others. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, joy underscore in underscore morning.